What is up? This is Take It or Leave It. Or Leave It. Picking up one day after your host, Easton Gray's birthday. He's not lying. Happy 27th, Grandpa. Oh, man. Hey, but when you guys hear this, it'll be two days. Yeah, it will be. It won't be a... Well, some of you... Some people might be on top of it, listen to it the night of. That would be impressive. Then it'd be the night of the day after your birthday. Okay. 27. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be old. I mean, 27 is your prime. That's why I call you Grandpa, because you think you are old. You always say you're almost 30, but you're like not... (laughs) Closer than it was before. You're closer to 30 than you are 20. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. But you're not almost 30. You've got three years. I'm closer... Closer than me to 30. Yeah. By 11 months. Almost to the day. Almost. Today. 10 months in 30 days. I am... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have so <laughs> much recording. to do this episode and we are wasting time. I love it. Um, it is Thursday... September 12th, 2019. Football is rolling. There is a lot to discuss, like I said. So much football first week. It was intense. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. There were so many games on at the same time. Obviously. And it was it was it was heaven, but it was also very frustrating because you can't watch all the games happen at the same time. It was like we'd be watching one that felt like this is the one to watch right now. And then something else would happen somewhere else. Like where someone's cheering, a section's cheering. And we're like, what? We whip our heads around like, what happened? What happened? Oh, D-Jacks just scored another touchdown. Yeah. You know, another 50-plus yard. It was just a great week. So uh, let's just jump right into it. Because like I said, we've got college. We've got NFL. That's all we're doing this week. That's probably all we're going to do for the next few months until playoff baseball. So let's get into it. Uh, first up, since my phone just locked. Uh, first game, Bears-Packers. Yes. Is that what we have in the first? Oh, yep. good. Oh, and we're also eating Takis. Yes. So if you hear a bag crinkling, don't mind us. Remember my and mid-show because, snacks. Yep. And because of the Takis, my phone won't take my fingerprint. So here we go. Like Easton said, Bears. No, no, no. It was Packers at Bears, right? Yes. Yeah. In Chicago. So... Shaw City. We're going to kind of go through Field. these. Some some of these games will sit on for a little bit longer than others, but we're going to kind of go through through these quick Kind of what we saw. First things first, that game was nothing but defense. The Bears' defense is unreal. Unreal. And I was talking with someone about this today. The Packers' defense is much improved. Uh, yeah, and it, it's actually impressive to, well, to see what they look like. And nobody got hurt. No, nobody got hurt. Hopefully that'll last the whole season. Right. Because if it does, we could see another Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl. Because the last time he had a good defense... He won a Super Bowl. Right. And so we're not going to crown them a top five or even a top ten defense yet because it was the Bears who, in my opinion, have one of the best offensive minds leading them, Matt Nagy. But Mitch Trubisky is incredibly limited. Like, he stops them from doing a lot of a lot of things. He just doesn't – I don't know. Did you hear what the Packers – who was it? Someone – I forget who said it on the Packers, but he said, we knew – who they were, or something. No, no, no. He said, we knew if we came in here and made Tr- Mitch Trubisky play quarterback, we would win the game. Yeah, I saw that. It was, uh, it was a defender on the Bears. Yeah. Or on the, on the Packers. Packers. I can't remember who it was, though. Yikes, right? I did see that. Yeah, that was... But but not 
not untrue though. Right. Because as soon as Mitch Trubisky had to throw the ball, like they scored three points. Yeah. That's it. And now the Packers didn't have a great day on offense either. But when's the last time the Bear the Packers could send out a defense to win the game? It hasn't happened in ten years. So right. And that's it's gonna that's be the interesting. Thing that in like the after game uh, interview, Aaron Rodgers just kept like saying, "We have a defense. We have a defense." He was so happy you, you could see him? like his whole demeanor change like we have a defense when's the last time you saw him that happy like happy at all thank you <laughs> exactly like never well yeah. last super bowl probably yeah. is the last time we saw him smile so that's that next game next game we got oh wait sorry one more thing on that khalil max stupid like, well that whole defensive line it, everything just, about their defense is that, stupid. i mean but, that, that's why the packers couldn't get their offense started it's just because that d line is, is it's but even impressive. just Mac, remember we were saying this Looking at him next to like offensive linemen, which are some of the biggest humans on the planet, he looks bigger and like he doesn't look this like the same per like the same species. He's he's he, he's huge. He's too fast. He's, he's oh, so he's dominant. All right, next up, this is I decided to throw Browns second because it was one of the next games, one o'clock on Sunday, and because it was one of the more surprising games. I thought, yeah. So Browns get a lot of hype this off season. Browns, Titans. Potentially, yeah, against the Titans. Potentially the best roster. Like, if you just look at their roster. On paper. And, and on paper, what they have. Yeah. Definitely on offense. Possibly defensive. Well, a lot of young, good, talented guys on defense. What happened? They got beat up, dude. They got beat up with 30, I think. Right? 43 to 13, I believe. I don't Something remember like what that. the ending score was, but all I know is I didn't play Derrick Henry, and I was very upset about that in I'm fantasy. sorry. I had something to do with that. It's I overthought okay. that, like, to help you, give you advice, and I, I did overthink that, but. It's okay. I'm over it. But it's you're, a new week. you got him in now. Yeah. And you won't take him out. <laughs> It'd be hard to. Yeah, yeah, especially after that performance. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of kind of upsetting for the Browns to see, like, the limit of production that they were able to produce was not a lot. I mean, can we be real? We were, The way us, I just included... said that was really weird, <laughs> that whole sentence, but. Us include. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make ourselves immune to this. We thought Baker was gonna have a big year, which he still could. He did he's not still look could. good. No. Odell's, it's probably all those all those Hulu commercials he's doing yeah, that yeah. might have taken away from practice time. So hopefully he's been watching too much Hulu, I guess. And not like enough that. film. Yeah. All right, moving on. Get back into it, Baker. I mean, even Odell, seven for seventy, but no touchdowns. Right. Nothing really game changing. Jarvis, eh, four. Well, he's like. Maybe six for no four for fifty. I don't know four for fifty something like that. Uh, yeah, very interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Not but, as exciting as it should have been. Yeah, not at all. And then maybe even keep an eye on the Titans. The Titans could be good. Yeah. I mean, it sounds weird saying because still Marcus Mariota. We don't know what we're getting with him, and we're in the year what like six with him now five. They might be good. So keep an eye on the Titans. Keep an eye on the Browns. This is that did not go how anybody thought it was going to go except Delaney Walker. Who again? Another one of those crazy quotes after the game said, "We knew who they were." If you want to crown him, he was like repeating that. That uh, he was basically repeating and like being kind of satirical about that Dennis Green. So remember back, Dennis Green was like, "They are who we thought they were." If you want to crown their, but you crown them. But we, they are who we thought they were. That's what uh, Delaney Walker said about the Browns. He's like, if everybody wants to crown them in the media before the season even starts, they are who we thought they were. So that's exactly how we thought that game would go. Yikes. Yeah. Easton's got a mouthful of Takis. Hey. <laughs> awesome. So, um, yeah, not much more to say about that game. Just very surprising. Kind of lopsided. I was really excited to talk about this next game. Jets 
again. <laughs> you look like so for to create a visual for you. Eason is leaning over in his chair with his face as far away from the mic as he can, so he can chew these takis. They're extra crunchy. So good, I love takis. Um. So yeah, Jets play the Buffalo Bills, both yep. mediocre subpar teams with subpar quarterbacks. Yes. Um. Sam Darnold is on people's radar. It could be a great quarterback. I don't buy it. Not huge on Sam Darnold, to be honest. Especially not high on him with Adam Gase as his coach. So super excited to talk about this. The defense for the Jets scored a touchdown for them. Six points, right? So they're off to a great start. They ended with 16, so their offense could only score 10. Genius Adam Gase. And what happens, Easton? Late in the game, the Bills strike to John. Was it John Jones? Yeah, John Brown. John Brown. John Brown. Yes, John Jones is a MMA fighter. Huh. Yeah, man. There was they, a lot of a lot of wide receiver Brown action this there week. There was uh, Hollywood Brown, yep. John Brown, Malcolm <laughs> Brown was a the running back. Oh, so that a lot of I was gonna say there was another one that I can't remember. Antonio, nope. Not that one. Not in the league, nope. at least. There's a lot of action with them, but not in the league. Yeah, not very good either. So, All right. Yeah, so we'll get it looks like genius Adam Gase is off to a great start. Yeah. You can lead this next one. Speaking off to a great start, speaking of off to a great start, that's what I meant to say, is uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Skull! Skull! Hey. Uh, played the Falcons and... Um, Who, may I interject, a lot of people believe to be a potential Super Bowl team or at least an NFC... Contender. Contender for the conference. Yep. And uh, the Vikings played very well. Uh, Kirk Cousins did not throw the ball much. Ten times. Yeah. And uh, just kind of re- relied on the running game and they just kind of played Viking football. Let's be honest, though. Hard-nosed running, great defense... And hey, Kirk Cousins, he's a great game manager. I don't, I never really thought he was like a top ten quarterback in the league, but he's a top fifteen. Let him manage the game. Yeah, you know, don't don't put the game on his shoulders. Let Dalvin Cook do that because he looks pretty good. Yep, the chef is ready to eat. He is cook. <laughs> the chef is ready to cook. Yeah. <laughs> eat. <laughs> The cook, eat. the cook is ready to eat. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's like ratatouille up in this. Anyways, <laughs> here we go. Right. I still can't. Oh, there. My uh, fingerprint worked. Okay. We're back. Your game. Oh, <laughs> that's what's next. Do you want me fins to up, <laughs> baby. No, fins up, baby. Look, I knew going into this season it would be bad. A lot of people tweeting, oh, we knew it would be bad. We didn't think this bad when we were down what? How bad? Well, 59 to 10 bad, but a lot of people, I think it was more the halftime score that threw people off. And it was it had to be like 42-3, I think, at halftime, something in the, in that range. And I was just like, no, I, I 100% expected this be, let's try that again. I 100% expected it to be this bad. You don't get rid of an up-and-coming left tackle. You don't get rid of a great pass rusher in Cam Wake. You don't get rid of your number one receiver in Kenny Stills, you don't get on and on and on and on. I saw an interesting stat. We have 21 returning players from last season, 14 players that were picked up this week or the week before week one. 
and the other 20-something, 30-something were undrafted. They're on all undrafted. What do you think's going to happen? Like, it's yeah. like, like not saying undrafted players can't be great because they've proven otherwise. There are some really good undrafteds. But there's not a lot of, like, practice time in that, especially with no. four preseason games. And 14 brand-new <clears throat> players on the roster. Yeah. From the week before game one. Yeah. What do you think's going to happen? Yeah. So, the coach can lie all he wants and say, we have a good team, but we are tanking for Tua officially. And I wouldn't be... Tua, on, Tua would be your pick if you had if you picked right now number one. Who right you, now? You'd pick Tua? No, right now, if I'm picking right now, I really like the way Jalen Hurts is playing. The, the thing you got to steer clear of is he's a Lincoln Riley kid. So Lincoln Riley makes everybody look good. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't made... Any, I mean, and not to say Baker's not good because Baker looks fine. He had some struggles. I just don't think any of Lincoln Riley's players play as good in the NFL as they played in college because he's just... It's a different he, game. He's It's a different game, and he's so good at the game yeah. that they play. So I'd probably go to a... He, he looks the most NFL ready right now. Trevor Lawrence, to me, regressed this year already. A lot. And we'll talk about all this. Yeah, so, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, Hollywood Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can't go on without that. Him and Lamar Jackson. Lamar yeah. Jackson looks like he can throw. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And, again, it is just the Dolphins, but his deep ball's on the money. It's beautiful. And then Hollywood Brown looks like an emerging cousin of A.B. Yep. So, hopefully he doesn't have the baggage like A.B., but... Um, he looks like he's going to be an emerging talent. Only caught two balls, but they were for over 100 yards, two touchdowns. So, uh, a lot of good there. Yeah. Um. Anything else on that? The rave. Their defense looked great. Again, it's the Dolphins, though. Right. Let's see how they do this coming week. I think against the Jaguars. Pretty sure it's the Jaguars, but Easton will look that up while we go on to the Eagles. Fly Eagles, fly. Who's very it? rough start. Oh, the Eagles. Yes. Very rough start. Um. Did not look good. At all, Carson Wentz looked bad. Eason and I have Carson Wentz on our big money fantasy team, so we weren't very happy at halftime. And man, oh man, did they surge back. And it was because of... Carson Wentz. Absolutely. And, well, Carson Wentz to the Deshaun Jackson yeah, combo. Yeah, we'll definitely give Deshaun Jackson some credit because Carson Wentz hasn't had a deep ball threat until Getting he came back. wide open. I mean, he's... Nobody within 10 yards like of him. He's like 32, and he's still one of the... I think he is 32, exactly 32, and he is still top 10 fast, fastest guys in the league, I would say. I mean, the, they couldn't keep up with him. Mm-mm. Like, they could not keep up with him. And Wentz's deep ball, that might be one of the best in the league right now. His deep ball was so nice. Yep. So, yeah, Eagles surge. Didn't have much of a running game. Looks like it's going to rely pass-heavy, but it's a pass-heavy league, so that's yeah, that's okay. And you got one of the best tight ends in the game. Oh yeah, one of the best tight ends, a great second. Op- well, I would say Alshon's probably still your first option as a as a receiver. Ertz is your first option altogether. Alshon second option, first as a receiver, and then Deshaun Jackson's your deep threat. Yeah. I mean, you're good. You yeah. got it. Darren yeah, Sproles you is your passing back. Jordan yep. Howard as a passing back, he can catch passes. They've got a really good defense or really good, well put together offense. Really good offensive line, and the defense looked fine. I mean, it was able to hold off uh, the Redskins. For them to come back, so yep, they look good. Uh, Ravens play Cardinals this upcoming week. So, so who was I think? they've got Kyler Murray, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, so that it could be an interesting one because I mean the Cardinals put up twenty seven points. So. All right, so it'll be that'll be an interesting yeah. matchup. All right, um, Chiefs and Jaguars. Did Mahomes to you? Did he look like a reigning MVP? 
yes, besides one play, which it, <laughs> it's frustrating, but I mean, it was the time to do it. It's his thing. Yeah, he tried a no-look pass. And to it was wide, wide open, open Kelsey. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't anyone around him. He was, and I don't think Kelsey scored a touchdown that game. And Kelsey was in the end zone. It was like a, it was like an eight-yard pass or something. And he he looked right and threw left and missed him to where Kelsey couldn't even make a play on the ball. And it was just like oh. it's sad because Kelsey had a good game. I think he had like seven <laughs> catches and seventy yards. No touchdowns though. Yeah, and that was his touchdown. And Fantasy Patrick, owners must be yeah. pissed. And Patrick Mahomes is like, I, I owe you one. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, He's like, I owe you dinner. Yeah, something. Yeah. No, yeah, no, you're right. Other than that, he did not skip a beat. But I mean, that's the time to practice it. Opening game, and and you're you're up. Like, why not? <laughs> oh, just throw the ball, man. You know, I, I like it when he did it the, and he uh, completed it. It's cool. But like when you do that, it's like okay, no more, man. There's... It's it's game one. He's practicing yeah. because you seen him. Uh, he was throwing balls with Brett Favre. I don't remember where we saw this at. Yeah, but they the were practicing basket, the the yeah, no the look net. passes. Yeah, because Brett Favre was really good at it. Yeah, he was. Yeah. You know, he didn't skip a beat other than that. Looked really, really solid. Sammy Watkins. Um, he's been working with the foot doctor on and Instagram. You can tell. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. Tyreek Hill going down. It's sad that he went down. We'd love to see Tyreek on the field. They're not going to miss a beat. I mean, with, I mean, Sammy Watkins looks like Clemson Sammy Watkins six, seven years ago. He bounced around last year, didn't he? Did he play for Excuse me. two different teams last year? Um, I don't know if he started the year with the Col- or with the Chiefs. It might have been two years ago. I don't he know. He, he bounced around a little bit, but now of the he's, season, yeah. he's definitely found his place. Yeah, he looks good. They look good. Damian Williams looked good at running back. It's going to be a good thing. I forgot to, to say this about the last game. Sure, go ahead. Was Case Keenum looked good. Case Keenum looked really good. He couldn't finish. But right. he started like surprisingly. It was like, yeah, oh, he started wow. really well, which I was expecting to see Dwayne Haskins at some point. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if he plays like that, you won't see him this yeah, year. Not at all. You're not going to see him this year if, if Case but Keenum plays like that. The reason I thought of that is because I was thinking, who's quarterback for the Jags this year? It's Nick Foles. Yeah. So and, don't speaking of the Jags, you, it's very easy to to sleep on their defense now because they played poorly, and I loved seeing Jalen Ramsey get torched all day. Loved it. But they're going to be a great defense this year. Don't sleep on them. It was That was a revenge game for Pat Mahomes because last year they were the only team he did not score a touchdown against. And I think they won, I think they still won the game. I'd have to go back. I don't know. I know but he didn't he score didn't, a touchdown. Yeah, they did They did win the game, but he, he did not play well. He threw two picks, no touchdowns against them last year. Three touchdowns, zero picks this year, this game. So that was a revenge game. Look out for the Jags to bounce back, have a really good defense, specifically coming up this week. Um. Yes, Nick Foles out. And Gardner Minshew looks good. Mm-hmm. Minshew looked really good. He threw a pick, but he I think he had like over 100 QB rating, quarterback rating, 200-something yards, two touchdowns. He looked really good. I think he's going to be okay. And I was very surprised when he came in and yeah. he started playing well. Yeah, and so like Nick Foles is good for the, for the now, but he's getting a little older as well. He's in his 30s. Right. Minshew could be the, the future guy for them if he keeps playing like that. He's hopefully got, it's not – well, for them, hopefully it's not the Bortles thing where he looked good to start and gets bad, but – Right. Um, he's got one of those trend-setting stashes, dude. Yes, he does. And he's got one of those personalities. I, I don't know if you saw highlights of him at Washington State, but he's got that personality. Like yeah. That, that uh, feisty make playmaker. He, I, I like him a lot. Pretty cool. He looked pretty good. He did. Um, all right, let's breeze through a couple of these. Colts 
without luck looked okay. Yeah. Um, Percent. lost a close one against a potential another potential AFC you know conference contender. Yeah. Against the the Chargers now of course they're they're without Derwin James or without Melvin Gordon. It's two of their best players on the team, but um, they might not they might be without them this year and they're still good and they won the game. Chargers won the game. Drew Brees or uh, Philip Rivers looked very good. Anybody else on that offense look good? Um, Austin Eckler. Yeah. Was a somebody stud. Got Does anybody have him on a fantasy team in like a big money league? Uh, I believe um, we do. How many points did he score? A ridiculous amount for sixty-five to be yeah. exact. Like what? That was one third of our points. We scored yeah. one hundred eighty-one. Missed the money this week. So every week, the leading score, the high score, gets ten bucks. So for a total of the year of one hundred sixty possible. You know, so so let's say you you have the high score three weeks, you get thirty bucks at the end of the year bonus. We missed it by four points, and so devastating because I found out I have something I forgot. Receivers don't get points for yards until seventy five. Until seventy five. So Jarvis ended up with four points. He would have had six more points, so we would have been in the money. Oh yeah. If you get like five more yards, per 10. you need like five more yards. I think he had sixty some yards, like sixty nine, okay. something like yeah, that. Don't so, yeah. even tell me it hurts. Yeah, it hurt. But not only that, but like, why not just be a normal league and just give a point per ten yards? Yeah, and we'd be in the money. Yeah. Oh, painful. Anyways, um, what were we just talking about? Oh yeah, Colts. The, the Colts look good. Uh, don't sleep on the Colts this year. Do they I could make a push for, uh, I'd say a wild card because I do like the Texans in that division. Yeah, but, Texans uh, look good, which is not our next game. Our next game is Cardinals Lions. Cardinals. Wait, no, because we skipped. We skipped Cowboys and Giants. Oh, probably just because I didn't want to relive how much Saquon didn't live up to what I needed him to be. And it's not his fault. He ripped off that sixty-yard run, and they only gave him the ball like eleven times. Yeah, that were frustrating. It was. Oh, but at the same time, they were playing from behind because the Cowboys looked good. Yeah, specifically Dak. Dak was great. Oh. Amari so Cooper the... was great. Yeah, Zeke. Zeke wasn't wasn't stellar but, but he played good he, he played well when he had the ball they didn't give him the ball a lot because they knew he was gonna be limited on snaps yep and because why when Dak's playing like that like, right just throw the ball yeah michael gallup looked good yeah witten got in the end zone um you said amari cooper uh randall cobb yeah he got in the end zone had a good game um <laughs> they might be now here's the question do you pay Dak now i think you have to it feels that way, right? Yeah. But it almost feels like he's playing for the money as well. So maybe like let him play the whole season and then pay him at the end of the season. Yeah. Like knowing you're going to pay him, but like. Earn your paycheck, buddy. I don't know. I, I want to see him get paid because he deserves Well, if he keeps playing like this, you they're going to. They're yeah. going to before the season's over. But if this is what it looks like when he's playing in front of contract year. Hooey. Because he, uh, he looks a step of above what he played last year last he year he was like average to mediocre in the year before it looked like last year he regressed a, he regressed a little bit yeah when amari cooper came he looked much better yes and now he's got gallup well gallup was already there but gallup's developed a little bit more he's got witten back um cooper of course randall cobb he's got weapons yeah offensive line still there he looks really good yeah Whoo-wee. okay so he's got to keep that up Giants, other than Z- other than Saquon, no. Oh, and Evan Ingram, yeah, yeah. Other than that, again, Eli doesn't play terrible, and we're all like, God, he's so terrible. <laughs> he had like 300 yards, a touchdown, no picks. 
he looked okay. I think he had like a 72 completion percentage too, and he's like, we're still like, he's where's terrible. Daniel Jones? I think they they put Jan- Daniel Jones in later too, so it's like, anyways, uh, yeah, Cardinal who Cardinals and Lions, mm-hmm. Cardinals Lions. So What'd Kyler's debut. Kyler looked bad the first three quarters, yeah. two and a half, and then looked a rough start. really good the last quarter and a half. Brought him back. Um, did you get to catch the end of that game? I I didn't catch the the overtime or not overtime the. Uh, Overtime. Yes. <laughs> uh, OT, OT. Never much love when you go OT. I pray, I pray. Drizzy in the studio. That, that sounded just like him. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, they... Um, Matt Stafford aired the ball out quite a bit. He did. Found his brand new target in Danny Amendola. Who had a lot, like 13 or 14 targets for 11 catches. No. He had like 13 targets. I think he had seven catches for over 100 yards and a touchdown. Hawkinson got like eight or nine targets for Another six big catches, tight end over 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, rookie tight end. He looks really good. Yep. Um, Fitzy, Larry Fitzgerald. We're naming all these players, and we have all of them in our big money league. And it's like, who do we play? Not necessarily all of them. Like, we don't Not all of them, but I'm saying like Fitzy, yeah. Amendola. Yeah. Uh, we talked about someone else a couple minutes ago. We got Dak. Uh, we have Dak, who scored like 58 on our bench. And it's like, you, you wouldn't start him over Wentz. Like, Wentz got 48 or 45. So, yeah. I mean, uh, there's so, so much wealth to go around on our team, dude. So, yeah. Uh, and in a, who won that game? No one. Everyone lost. Or everyone won. I to me ties feel like everyone lost. Yeah, no, it definitely it's feels so like a loss. Like to, but the day it, and age we live in, it's an everyone won. True, everyone, everyone gets a award. trophy. Pretty soon, there's not everyone's gonna go oh oh and sixteen. Pretty soon, and then they'll just like, well, we'll just cancel the Super Bowl this year. Let's just have the awards. Um, who's next? I I can't I cannot get in my phone. Bucks Say, Niners. Uh, yeah. Uh. Bucks are bad. Yep. And it's not even that they're bad. It's, it's that James Winston <laughs> is bad. Tell yep. us how you feel about him. I have never liked him. He's very frustrating. Does it feel good to see him struggle? Yeah. <laughs> but I feel bad for them because, I I mean... I like Bruce Arians. I like Dario Gumbawale. Yes. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. I like OJ Howard. I have no problem with him. Shout out yeah. to Logan. Mike Evans. Yeah, I like Mike Evans. Yeah. He's got an attitude sometimes, but he's just kind of... I think it's more like, like scrappy and then just being yeah. frustrated with his organization. Scrappy, and I think he, he frustrated with his organization, but he also sticks up for his teammates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, I yep, I decided. I like Mike Evans. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's rough. So, it's not so much that the 49ers look good, because they kind of blew the, the Bucks out. The Bucks just look bad. Yeah. The Bucks only lost by 14. You know how many pick sixes Jameis Winston had? <laughs> Take a guess. Two. <laughs> Two. They Jeez. could have at least had the game tied. Or maybe you get points off those two possessions and you win. Like, yeah. oh, boy. That's right. Go ahead and eat that W, Jameis. Listen, listen to me eat this W right now. That's a, that's a hard W. <laughs> what's next? Oh, wait. Uh, I remember what's next. What's next? Same old Patriots. There it is. There it is, folks. Same old Patriots. Uh, Josh Gordon looked phenomenal. Love to see him out there. Love to see him succeed. Um, 
Tom Brady, just being his typical game manager. Not a bad start to my prediction. Well, wasn't... No. What? I can't remember if their first position was a three and out. Or that was it that might Pittsburgh. have been. That, I think it was Pittsburgh. No, I think they both did go three and out. Okay. No, no, no. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry, I lied. The Pats definitely had points on the board when it switched over to that game, when we got to it, or when we got it on. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Either way. Um, it, over 300 yards, three touchdowns, 67% completions, no picks. No Rob Gronkowski. No Rob Gronkowski. A lot of weapons, though. Yeah. And it's not, I'm, potentially one more to come. He, he did not have the best week out of all the quarterbacks, but he had a, he had up there. And that's and, that's not it's not like super high for Tom Brady. That's not his ceiling. No, it's not. But it's I mean that's a he big, played he played good yards, three touchdowns and it, it is a was lot. yeah and it was like because think about it this way if you average that that's no it's not as average not as average but it's not his ceiling either no he's above his average but he ha- he's not at his ceiling was he either his average though I'd like to look into that definitely above his, above his average for touchdowns per game. But yards, it might be right about. Average, yeah, it might be in the yards. Right about his, yeah. So, yards might be his average. Uh, just I'm, all but, I'm saying is a good start. Yeah. It's a good start. So, not like right now, if you ended it today after one week, Lamar Jackson would be the MVP probably. Yeah. He also had his, his other uh, weapon that he's got currently is Dorsett, who looked All about good. the U, baby. I still feel, I don't feel good saying that still. We'll Sorry. get to that later. That's all right. Same old Patriots, and Pittsburgh was shocking. Yeah. And it might just be that the Patriots are that good. Yeah. But because I their don't defense looks pretty good. <laughs> their defense is nasty. Yeah. And it's that it's not even that it's like a defense that's holding it together. They've got guys now that you know. It's like all over the field. Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. He was all over Juju. Yeah. Dietrich, I think it's Dietrich Weiss Jr. Not quite, but I mean they've got they've got some players. Um I almost said Van Ginkle, but it's not that. It's Chase Winovich. I get them mixed up because they both came from the Big Ten. Yeah. Winovich was Michigan. Van Ginkle was Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And they have funny last names, so I get yeah. them mixed up. They've got guys, man. They, 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 Patrick Chung, we'll see what happens if he's still there. But, I mean, he's a great player. He was there. I mean, like the whole season. But Yeah. Yeah, so same old Pats. Look, I mean, they look like the Super Bowl favorites by far. Um, Game of the week that we decide. I, I think we both agree game was the game of the of week. Game of the week. Saints Texans. I'm sure y'all watched it. Monday night football. First game, so on like six thirty. Deshaun Watson. He's a magician. Takes way too many hits, but he's a magician. He um, looks so good. I mean they dominate that game, honestly. Yeah. In the in the stat sheet, like on the on the stat sheet, you know, through most of the game. But good old Drew Brees leads him back late, takes the lead, and then Good old Deshaun Watson, two-play, 70-some-odd-yard drive to score to go back up with, what, twenty some se- 25 seconds left, I think? And what's Drew Brees do? Yeah, Drew Brees leads him back and then gets him into no man's land and freaking Will Lutz. It was a long field goal, 58? I think it was 58, yeah. I think Because his, his right. career high was 57. Yeah. And it was one yard more. Yeah. 58-yarder. What... The lead-up was the most impressive thing to me. The, the Drew Brees getting the ball back with 25 seconds left. And you're like, it's Drew Brees, so we have faith. Like, we think he could do it. Right. 25 is not a lot, though, with one timeout. Right. They get a pass off out of bounds. Then they get one. Then their last one, I didn't realize they had a timeout. So he threw it to the – they played prevent. And so mm-hmm. he threw it to the middle of the field for nine yards, and the dude went down. And I was like, what are they doing? 
two seconds left, they call a timeout. That's ball game. Like, yeah. Which we didn't think. 58 a long field goal, but what a game, man. Yeah. Down to the very end. Very exciting. Houston fans should not be upset. They look really good. New Orleans, New Orleans is another. That's NFC the one frustrating favorite. thing about the NFL, though, is like you say they shouldn't get upset, but it's still a loss in the stat sheet. It's not done like college ball where the losses don't really matter as long as how you yeah, play. Yeah, because there's not a committee looking at it. Right. So it is legitimately just your your record. But is this what is the time speaks for you. to not be upset. If yeah. that happens in yeah. week 11, that's rough because yes. you're getting close now. Yeah, Week game 13. one. Game one. You got game time. one. You come out and dominate. And you the looked. Saints. You looked good. And you looked good. And you had that game-winning drive, but then yeah, no, Brees. everything went like you did everything right. Yeah. It was it was a little. There was coaching blunders. Honestly, it was the defense that that prevent defense. You shouldn't be doing that, especially thinking of Drew Brees doesn't throw deep a lot anymore. Yeah. So what what does he do? He's hyper accurate, and he wants that underneath stuff, and you gave it to him. He yeah. just took them right down. So, but other than that, they looked really good. And like I said, they pretty much dominated the Saints, who are a potential, another potential NFC, not just NFC conference favorite, but could go to the Super Bowl this year. So, I don't think that's anything to be upset about in week one. Again, week 15, week 14, that's tough, but week one, we're all right. And last but not least, the Raiders against the Broncos. No AB, so they had to get slaughtered, right? Not quite. They beat the Broncos, who aren't a great team, but the Come Raiders on, Joe okay. Flacco is a perfect quarterback. <laughs> he was much better with John Harbaugh. Let's just say that. He does yeah. not look good with the Broncos. Actually, he didn't have a terrible game, but he just didn't look great. Um, it's because he's old. He's done. He and like so. just because John John Elway hasn't accepted that, he's still playing. Is he over 6'4"? Yeah, John. We'll take him. <laughs> Are there any six nine quarterbacks out there? Anyways, uh, yeah, no, the Raiders didn't look incompetent. They looked pretty good. They looked all right. Yeah, Tyrell Williams kind of emerged. They got it. They have that Waller, that right. tight end that emerged. And I think that maybe because AB missed so much practice that they were practicing without True. him. True, <laughs> they had other guys in. Yeah, so that, could be. You know that they're already prepared to not play with AB, and then AB comes back trying to play, and like okay, and then. They're already prepared for him not to be there. That could be. Derek Carr looked good. Yeah. And uh, Josh Jacobs, rookie oh, from yeah. Alabama. Went off. He can be a workhorse. Yeah. He took a lot of reps. So they look okay. Not going to say they're going to push for a playoff spot, but they could win eight eight or nine games. I mean, potentially. I'd yeah. say seven. <laughs> they do look fine without him, though. Man, oh, man. All right, so let's move on to a couple stories. We are uh, we're trying. To, they're, they're, it's loaded. There's so much stuff. Yeah. So much. And it's so fun to talk about. So we're not trying to rush through it. But we know for your sake, we don't want to put out a two-hour episode. So I'm going to stop rambling and wasting these seconds. Uh, so some big stories out of the NFL. Um, AB. So this happened because we haven't recorded since last Thursday. So last Friday, where we left it off was he had apologized to the team. And guys, last Thursday. They saying said that he, he was playing Monday night. They said he's playing Monday night. We forgive him. Blah, blah, yep. blah. Next morning. He put something on Instagram. Release me. Release me. He wants to be. He doesn't want to be a Raider. And then so, they release him. Then they do. So now who looks dumb here? The Raiders. The I Raiders mean, look so dumb. They've you, lost so many pieces over the past year that it's just it's frustrating. And not just that, but just like you had all these chances to be the alpha and say, "Dude, get out!" Like, yeah, just just get just you're done. 
And no, they did all this. We forgive you. We forgive you. We forgive you just for him to say, okay, essentially, this is how I took it. Maybe not what he's saying. Okay. I'm doing all this to, to get out. Yeah. And you're not releasing me. Just release me. Yeah. You know? So they look dumb. And what happens after that? Mere hours later. Gets picked up by the New England Patriots. Good gosh. Of course he does. So and another... which is funny because the Patriots try to pick him up in a, uh, can't remember if it was eight, 2018 or 2017. No, it was this past, because the, the Pitt, Pittsburgh still had some okay, contract it, yeah, with him. It was, so it was 2018. Yeah, they tried to trade for him. And uh, Pittsburgh so did not want to release him. Like 2019, like yes. this, this past March. Okay. Yeah. So, and the Pittsburgh Steelers did not want to release him to a uh, divisional. They didn't want uh, to trade him to the Patriots. They were like, yeah, essentially. Mm, they were like, no. <laughs> so that's why he went to the Raiders. But did lo and behold, <laughs> he's with the Patriots, who yeah. already has a stacked receiving core, and now they're going to add another one. And he's not losing a ton of money on this. I think it's, I think it's like ten mil guaranteed with the potential to make fifteen mil. So if you think about it, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was nine. So so maybe nine million guaranteed. Yeah, either whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. So so looking at it, he he was making thirty guaranteed on three years with the Raiders, ten a year. Mm-hmm. So now he's making just a million less to be with the Patriots, and yeah. potentially could make fifteen million, so more than he was. You know, yeah. It's it, so he just got rewarded again, and then a couple days later, uh, I yeah, because it was it after was, the weekend. I want to say it was two days later. Yeah, so it was after two days after he became might have been a Patriot. Monday, so he became a Patriot. Well, the news broke kind of. Friday, so then Saturday, Sunday, so then yet Monday. What comes out then? Um, uh, it's it's very very uh, like murky of what exactly is happening right now, but both sides of the story are kind of sticking to their guns. Yes, and the story is is that um, AB is being accused of sexual assault. Three counts of sexual assault and rape, same person. Uh, a trainer, I guess, that he went to college with. I, I saw some about that. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah. So basically, her story is that that happened. His story is that she's trying to extort him for money because he had already helped her past. with money for her gym or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I think she asked for like one point three million for her gym, and I I don't know if he gave it to her. I thought he declined, but maybe not. Um, uh, either way, either way, apparently his story and his side is that they did have a relationship and they both consented to sexual relations. Um, blah blah blah. So who knows? I'm I'm not gonna take a side on this. Absolutely, because no. from the evidence of his side, she could potentially be extorting him. Truly, on the other side though, it's so hard for women that go through this to come out about about stuff like this because of how much trauma it's caused them, and then to go public is. They can feel, even though there shouldn't be, you know, you feel like from from a male's perspective or from a even someone that just, uh, even a female that hasn't been in that situation, you can feel like, why would you have any embarrassment there? But it it's, can be embarrassing for that that to be out there. So maybe she is telling the truth and maybe it's right. And, and would you would you be shocked if she was telling the truth? No. That's the problem here. You know, it's because that, of all his different antics. You, you, exactly. Yeah, he's he's a wild animal. So, so I'm not going to say... That it, that it did or did not happen. We have to just wait. We have to wait and see how the proceedings, proceedings go. Right now, what we're going to focus on is the football side of it. Yeah. So, and the Patriots claim that they did not know about any of these uh, 
looming civil lawsuits. Exactly, and he's been practicing with them since. And from what I can gather, they're expecting him to play. I don't know about this weekend, but they're expecting him to play. The only thing that would stop him, because there's been no charges pressed yet. Yes. The only thing that would stop him is if he goes on the commissioner's exempt list. And that's a potent that could happen. They are meeting with this girl next week, and they will decide if he goes on the commissioner's exempt list. And at that point, they would just investigate, and he just can't do anything. I mean, he just he can't be in the league, or he can't play at least. So going back to her side, though, one thing that does make me lean towards a B side of thinking maybe this is could potentially be extortion is apparently, and she could have her reasons for this, but she's taking this. What's the terminology? I believe she's taking it to civil court instead of criminal. So she's not coming against him of, you're a rapist. She's coming against him of, you raped me, I want money. So that's the difference. Huh. It is civil court, which is she wants money, as opposed to, you're a rapist, you should be put in, in jail. jail. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So that seems a little fishy to me. you know. And, and she could have, like I said, it could have happened and she could have her reasons for it. Maybe yeah. she's coping with it really well. And she just wants to be paid for, for the trauma she's had, you know, whatever. But that seems a little fishy to me. So yeah, I don't know. But moving on. Yeah, sorry, we lingered on that. Dark, but that was a big one. So dark uh, news, I guess. Yeah, a little bit more upbeat news. Yeah, um, OBJ's got money, <laughs> <laughs> just a little, and he isn't afraid to show it. Apparently, or play with it. There it is. <laughs> uh, he was uh, running around on the field, running his routes. In game with a fancy watch. How much did it cost, Britt? They are saying between two fifty and five hundred k. Wow. So I've been they've they've been just kind of saying three hundred k, three fifty. Jeez. Yeah. So he's he's been going around with a a house that costs more than our house on his wrist, essentially. Jeez. Well, there's that. Yeah. So the thing that rubs me the wrong way, I I like OBJ. Is he's coming out as like a victim in this because the the NFL fined him, of course. He's coming out as a victim of like, why am I always getting picked on for this stuff? And it's like, dude, you wore a you know that there's a uniform code. You wore a watch yeah. in a game, and did so, you really need to know what time it was? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and so I think it is for the publicity, and he doesn't mind paying the fine because he's gonna make more money off of the I'm fine. I'm sure or, he's making money from the watch exactly, company that's exactly. gonna pay for the fine. They're like, we won't, exactly. we don't care what the fine is, just wear the watch. Exactly, because he always, I feel like he always plays the victim, but it's like, I heard this on the radio today. Brian Urlacher, I don't know if you ever knew this. He was, I didn't know this. He was bald. He was bald. Yep. So he tried to cover up his bald with a hat at a press conference. The NFL fined him a hundred thousand dollars. Because you're not supposed to wear hats at press conference conferences. Jeez. So it's like Odell Odell's getting fined less than that. It's not that much for wearing a watch. And he's he's like, Why are you picking on me? And it's like They're not. Like, yeah. what do you mean? So that's why Brian Urlacher grew hair. Exactly. Because of that. So he wouldn't have to wear a hat in the press conference anymore. Like, is anybody upset that he wore the watch or bothered by it probably not so is the rule dumb maybe but it's the rule but i know i i still think like you know not that anyone may use it potentially as a weapon it could hurt you know if he's running and swinging his arms obviously it won't hit you in the face or anything but it could scratch up your arm pretty good get you a good cut on it could but you know it, it's just unnecessary yeah. i don't know so like obj he's kind of he's definitely in the wrong on this so he's, what we got next he's just a 
diva fan- not diva like ab no, no, but he's he like is a he's diva. a fancy man ab is beyond diva now yeah odell's a diva he, he's a fashionista oh, be- that was the word i was looking for originally he's a fashionista he is a fashionista <laughs> but uh very metro yeah moving on yeah last story in the nfl is that is this the last one i believe I don't so know what it is because my phone's locked again as usual this one is mr sam darnold oh yes adam yes, gase yes. The quarterback whisper. Hopefully, he's been whispering to the second string because Sam Darnold is out. Hopefully, he hasn't been whispering too much. You know, Sam Darnold's like taking it the wrong way. <laughs> I don't know. Because he's because why is he out, Easton? Because he's been kissing somebody he shouldn't be. He's got mono. Mono. You know, just get mono from practicing football. That could be five weeks potentially. It, it, Maybe it, more. Yeah, I mean, they're saying yeah. indefinitely. Mono takes a while to kick. Yeah. Like, it's not, that's nothing to joke with. It's not. I mean, so he's out indefinitely. Do you know who their backup is? I don't know. The, I thought it was, I, my, like, I don't know who it is, but the first person that popped in my head was Mark Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Mark Sanchez was on a roster last year, but it wasn't them. Um. Yeah, so he's done. Does this really change much about the league or even the AFC East? No. But Colin Cowherd came out today. I don't know if you saw my retweet. He came out today and was like, Sam Darnold is now announced. It's announced that he's out indefinitely. He could be up to five or six weeks with mono. Then he said, he followed it up with, the Patriots just clinched the AFC East. And my, my tweet, or I quoted it and tweeted it and said, what do you like wait so sam darnold oh yikes and the offense that just scored 10 points is was the team standing in in the way of the patriots of clinching the east like yeah it made no difference in the east patriots already clinched the east like they're winning the east don't worry buddy yeah sam darnold's not gonna have anything to say about that so yeah. i just thought that was funny he's their another. backups trevor simeon big oof yeah Yikes. So he's bounced around a little bit too. He was a Bronco and then he went. I think this is only his second team, or was he with someone else last year? He No, I think he got traded to the Vikings because when they was did the, the Case Keenum trade, he was part um, of it. Yeah, I think he was part of it. No. So then he would have been with the, went to the Redskins Jets. somewhere? No, because no. Case Keenum was with the Broncos for yeah. a little bit. Okay. Gotcha, after gotcha. after, he's they, with the Redskins after now. they made that playoff gotcha, run. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Sorry. Okay, gotcha. So I don't yeah, know how he got to the that's Jets. That's not great. That's from not great. there, but yeah. It's... All right. Well, so anyway, Sam Darnold out. Yep. Trevor Simeon in. Mm-hmm. That's all we got for the NFL. We're gonna jump over to some Oof. college football. All right, college football. I, you know, I've been saying I like college football better, and I do as a whole. I think I do like it better. But man, was Sunday great, right? Yeah. Sunday Sitting was... in B dubs. Yep. Oh my gosh. I won't. Let's do it again sometime. Okay. All right. See you there Sunday. What are you doing this week? B-dubs. Okay. Sweet. It's a plan. All right. So we, we have a couple kind of quick quick stories slash games we'll go over real quick. And then we're going to jump into a little bit more of our Heisman watch. By the way, I didn't even ask you. Ethan. I sent you the Heisman watch and I meant to text you, hey, change it up any way you want. Like if there's any other players you think should be in or players you should be out, do it. A little too late for me to say that now, but... Um, no, I, I looked over it, and there was two in there that I wanted out, okay. and they are both out. Oh, so you already did it? No. 
you did it when oh, you Oh, from last week. Yes. Yeah, because I minimized it this week down to five. Because yeah. last week I did, it was the first week I just did a lot. This yeah. week I'm going to condense it, probably keep it at five every week and move them in and out. But but yeah, so if, if you ever disagree with somebody, when I send it to you, change it out. Um, so yeah, we'll start with the stories of the games. We'll start with uh, Michigan and Army. So blowout, right? Michigan's That's what you think. no problem, right? Yeah. Not so fast. Double overtime. Army stuck to their guns. It, oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, they actually did. That's a double. I don't know if you call it a double entendre. Maybe. They took Oklahoma last year to overtime. Yeah. So I I didn't realize that. So I'm thinking, gosh, Michigan's in some trouble. But Oklahoma had a really good team last year. And Arm, so Army's just a tough game, I guess. And, and we, we know Navy, Army... Air Force, those are t- they are tough games, but over time I thought maybe that's a little out of the question. But I guess this is not abnormal for Army, so so I'm I'm gonna take it a little easy on Michigan. I was ready to rip them. I'm gonna take it a little easy on them. We're about to rip them this week on Wisconsin, baby. Let's go! Can't wait for that game. Yep. All right, so yeah, Michigan beats Army in double overtime, 24-21. Insert rip, rip, rip. Yep. Actually, cut, remove. Hey, Army did last year, so here we go. Maybe they, maybe it's okay. What's the next one? Is it is another Big Ten win. Maryland. Crushing Syracuse. Ranked tw- 21. Yeah. Wait, let me rephrase that. 21st ranked yeah. Syracuse. What was the score of that game? Uh, 63 to 20. So not even, like, yikes. I did take Maryland in my picks this week. As far as uh, taking the point, because Syracuse, I think Maryland might have been favored actually. Can't remember either way. Took Maryland, and boy, am I happy I did, because they, whew, that was a rough one. So I, I knew Syrac- Syracuse has had a solid team in the past few years, but they're not a ranked team. You know what I mean? They're yeah. a tough play for ranked teams. They are not a ranked team. Right. And so. this this next game as well, I did not believe the ranked team should be ranked. I was actually very frustrated Especially with it. And then watching this loss. Satisfying. Yes. Like, well, finally. Well, I mean, you win four, what, four five, four games last year, I believe. Yeah. And you come in ranked this season, and then you struggle. They lost their first game, right? Or it was it was close. One it was of the, a I close think they game. Did, they, won, they won, but it was, it, but close, it was very close. It shouldn't have been they, close. They, they almost lost, and they came back and won. Who is it? Uh, Nebraska. So, a Big Ten loss. But I don't mind it because they just aren't playing good football. I feel bad for Scott Frost, but... They just really aren't playing that good of football, and they don't deserve to be ranked. I'm going to do something I shouldn't be doing right now. Oh, no. We uh, are live, Marcus. Currently. Marcus, we're live, Marcus. So, uh, we, uh, hey, what's up, podcast people out there? Give a shout-out to your brother's restaurant. Hey, shout-out to Tagless. Go follow them on Instagram. T-A-G-L-I-S-H. F-L. F-L, yeah. Tagless, Florida on Instagram. We love you. We'll see you tonight. Yeah. Bye, Marcus. All right, that was uh, our insider on the job, Marcus. Yep. He, he's out there, and uh, he just got a job recently. With uh, the golf channel, so he's going to be our golf scoop guy. Yep. Golf uh, guy. You know, when, when uh, we decide to put any golf on the podcast, but Maybe it's not going to be this fall. Might have been, I'm thinking like two or three years or so. We'll get him on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's get Love this you, resume built up. Yeah, there you go. Send us your resume. 
Uh, yeah, so Nebraska, so we, yeah, Scott Frost not doing what we thought he would. Uh, rough loss. Yep. But, like you said, satisfying. So, uh, what's next? 14 Washington got upset by Cal. Yep. By one point, Cal, I knew it'd be a tough game. Cal's a good team. They always give a tough game. But, um, yeah, they took out number 14 Washington. So, that's that'll shake it up a little bit. Already yeah. has shaken it up a little bit, but... Um, this next one point victory frustrates me so much because this is just the same old story of them somehow surviving when they don't deserve it and they play like garbage and it like I don't know how they get a W. It do doesn't make sense. Who do we hate? Florida State. All right, man. Yeah, win by one point. What forty five to forty? Because of a missed extra point by UL Monroe. You. <laughs> L Monroe. If that's, we if we took a University poll, of Louisiana? Yeah. Monroe. So yeah, I was gonna say if we took a poll Yikes. like of everybody in America, they wouldn't know what the UL stood for. <laughs> it, it's it's like uh, Oh my, uh, it's so frustrating. An utter dumpster fire. FSU has become. And somehow and tripped over themselves and fell into a W. They sure did. And that they did not deserve. Another dumpster fire burning right next to them. University of Miami. You know I'm a huge fan. We but do. I, it's, we do. Um, it's rough. Yeah. Because North Carolina's never a give me win. But they are a should win. Must win, of course, because they're in conference. ACC, yeah. And so, so they're again, they're never give me. They're always a tough play, especially an ACC play. But it's like you should win that by at least... Two to three touchdowns. Uh, two to three scores. Sure. To be fair. And they come out and just work us the whole game. It wasn't ever... Miami, it Miami wasn't did ever, have a good third quarter. We came back, had a good third quarter, so it was competitive then. But other than that, for like you said, two and a half to three quarters, we were worked. <laughs> and Miami was was up at the end. And then but we not lose, by as much as they should have been. Lose 28 to 25. On a game-winning drive. And we start 0-2 for the first time since, I believe, 1978. It is rough to swallow that. Now, all of that being said, I'm not looking forward to this year anymore. I'll watch it. If we can somehow end the season 10-2, and great. I'm we excited no to chance. see your quarterback develop. I mean, because he's had two solid games yes. now. And the, it's as a just, freshman. As a freshman. And it's it's really with, is the offensive line. With two freshmen as your outside tackles on your offensive line. And then a third that's a first year, or maybe two others that are first-year starters. So, I mean, it's, it's rough. you have two freshmen going against who should be the two best athletes on the field being the DNs to protect a freshman quarterback. The thing that makes me sad is all that, that, that should be great on the offense. Will they get better the next year, two years? Heck yeah, they're going to be really good. Okay, I can't say that anymore. The offense should be really good next year and the year after. It should be. But we lose all three of our four-year inside, or not inside, all three of our four-year linebackers who have been starters since their first day on campus. Hmm. We lose them this year. All of them. And two of them will be in the NFL, potential first-round picks, and they literally could have been first-round picks last year, and they stayed because they said, we want to get this thing right, and we are 0-2. So it's frustrating that we lose that on defense. Defense hasn't been impressive, and then the offense hasn't been fully impressive. I will say Jaron Williams has been impressive. I liked him as a quarterback. Anyways, 
We say all that, all this frustration to say, I would much rather lose to UNC by three than beat UL Monroe by one. Just saying. I'd rather lose to UNC by three than lose by one to UL Monroe. So we're not as big of a dumpster fire as FSU, but we are on our way. All right, so let's, uh, end of week two, obviously, of college season. So we're going to update our Heisman watch a little bit. We're going to condense some people out. There is, I think, one newbie. To the group that was not on there last year or yes. last week, yes, one so, new and two, three gone. Yeah, something like that. Something okay. like that. So, so. I, I will say the way I sent it to you is my opinion. It is in a specific order. It's the order I would have it now okay. if I was voting. So you change that any way you'd like. But I'll start with who I think would win it again if, if it ended today. Hasn't changed since last week. That's Jalen Hurts. He comes out with not as crazy of a game that he had last week, but still incredible. Three more passing touchdowns to add to his resume. And he now has, through two weeks, 591 yards, six touchdowns, zero picks, 82.9% completion per, or completion percentage, 223 rushing yards, three touchdowns on a 9.5 yards per rush average. I just, I just, there are some players that are playing really well this year. It is hard to argue that resume right now, as much as I love JT. That is the ridiculous stat line. It's stupid. I mean, it's Lincoln Riley's a wizard. Yeah. So, anywho, do you agree with that, or would you put somebody else first? You can't argue that. That's, okay. that's nine touchdowns by one specific player. With no in turnovers. two weeks. <laughs> and, yeah, zero turnovers when he uh, has the highest probability to two turnovers. Yes, because he has the ball in his hand so much. So Throwing and running. Um, so I'm going to let you go with your number two. If you agree with me, you can just keep on with the list. If not, move it around however you'd like. Go ahead. No, my number two is JT. Boom. You there have it is. To. I, I you knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to Because you, you, there's no other running back doing this. I mean, last week we had ETN on the list, but he's not on the list this week. Why? Because that's not something consistent he does. Running backs have show-out weeks. Okay, cool. But this is something that JT does on a weekly basis. And this week is going to be huge for him in the voting, I believe, of if he against can still Michigan. perform yeah. against Michigan in that defense. Yeah, so I agree that that'll be a true like telling of like, is this guy got it? You know, which he does, but does he have it to the potential we think he does? I'll give you two bits on JT. I have him third. My two bits would be if he had eclipsed three hundred yards rushing by now, I'd have him second. The other is. How do I Jaylen say Jalen Hurts so, almost so has things. as much rushing yards as Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Close. So, but the um, other thing is he has not eclipsed it because they have taken him out early both games. That's true. That's true. I'll give he you that. He has not played a so full four-quarter game. Here's my other argument. Well, one In other two thing weeks. for him is eight total touchdowns is huge. Three receiving, five rushing. That's huge. The thing that you could argue, and it's a really good argument, or goes with that. The fact that he's been taken out early both weeks and... Like you said, ETNs, blah, 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 running backs have breakout weeks. He's not had a breakout week, and this is still his stat line. Right. He hasn't had a break. He's had very below average for JT games. Yes. And, the, and he's in the Heisman running still, and he's he's a, got a crazy stat line. So I'll give you that. Um, but like I said, if he had over 300 yards by now, and again, he hasn't had the, uh, the, the, the what's the word? Opportunity. Thank you. The opportunity to have that, he would be second for now. I leave him third. For me, behind Tua Tagovailoa with 653 yards passing, seven touchdowns, so a little bit more, one passing touchdown more than Jalen Hurts. 
zero picks, 76.4 completion percentage, and one rushing touchdown. So that's where he falls off for me compared to Jalen and why Jalen deserves it right now to be a number one spot is he's got, I think, over 200 rushing yards more than Tua and then the three rushing touchdowns, obviously, in the 80s for completion of percentage. But I do keep Tua at number two for now. Would he be your third? He'd be, yeah, he'd be okay. my third. He'd probably so, third. So second for me, third for Easton. My third would be JT. Easton's would be Tua, obviously. We just said that. Um, you want to go with the rest? And, again, you can switch those around however you want. Uh, you can hit this next one that you got. You want me to go? Okay. So Joe Burrow, LSU, they've got a passing game, finally. LSU's always been defense and running the ball. They can whip the ball around. He, I want to say he might lead the nation in passing yards right now. He's quite a bit more than both Tua and Hurts. Uh, 749 passing yards, nine touchdowns. So, again, more passing touchdowns than, than them as well. With Up there with Jalen Hurts, 81.8% completion percentage. But he does have an interception. One pick. So he does have that turnover. But I think, you know, man, those nine touchdowns, that's a lot of touchdown passes through two yeah. games. And the completion percentage is impressive. He looks really stinking good. So he'd be my number four. He to me, he jumps Justin Fields to go to number four. Easton, you want to take your number five? Uh, number five. Number five would be Justin Fields, and he's sitting with four hundred fifty-eight yards, six passing touchdowns, zero interceptions, seventy-six percent completion, um, one hundred three rushing yards. And three rushing touchdowns as well. So he's there with Jalen Hurts. He's 100, 100 yeah. yards less than Jalen Hurts. Less but. rushing, but he's got the same amount of touchdowns, nine yeah. total. Um, the three rushing, six passing, no picks. These, so like, it if really it's crazy good. to think about it, these are within two weeks. Two weeks. And these are the and stats these guys these already got have. Nine, eight, seven total touchdowns. I mean, it's, and then it's incredible. I will admit my fault last week. I did not think the dark horse could continue this stat line. That's true. Not that I did either, but I just thought he had a good enough week to be to be included. To give him a nod. I almost put him in the top five this week. Really? Simply because it is hard to... The reason I kept him out of the top five is because of how hard it is to win a Heisman as a receiver. It yeah. is. I couldn't tell you the last time it's happened. It's got to be decades i mean last show we just went through the past six years of mostly Heisman's. quarterbacks a couple yeah. running backs yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it's hard happen. to get it as a running back yeah exactly so i mean he comes out and gives an encore that is significantly better than his first week which yeah. is already a great week so yeah. he adds three touchdowns to his resume jerry judy our dark horse 18 receptions 240 yards four touchdowns on the season through two weeks mind you yeah. So that is averaging nine catches for 120 yards and two touchdowns a game right now. It's awesome. It's ridiculous. So if he keeps this up, watch for him to jump into that top five, not just for our list, but for others, like voters. Like, watch for that. And again, I don't think he will win it. He, if he keeps this up, he, he could. But even so, it's hard for a wide receiver Especially to win Especially when it. Jalen Hurts is going off like he is. Yeah, exactly. So if Jalen Hurts keeps it up, it's, it's kind of a done deal right now. But, he, you know. JT will have his chance to catch up. Um, Tua will, and if Tua keeps playing, then Jerry Judy's probably going to be right there. So yeah. keep an eye on the dark horse. Yeah, that's the one frustrating thing for Jerry Judy is any of his stats only help Tua as well. Exactly. So that Because is, even yes. if Tua throws a two-yard wide receiver screen to Jerry Judy and he does all the work to run yard touchdown, 98 so, yeah. yards to get the touchdown, 
it Tua. still counts as a hundred yard pass from Tua Tagovailoa. Exactly, that's true. Tua and T. then on top of that, he's got Tua T. <laughs> on top of that, Tua gets everything he throws to everybody else too. So yeah, exactly, yeah, so I agree. It is tough for I mean, it's just tough for wide receivers, but we'll keep an eye. So that takes us to the end of our Heisman watch. We're going to jump into our final segment, the one that's going to make you all kinds of free money. We're going to recap really quickly our three Bs from last week. We had another hyper successful week. Um, The first week we each had one small part of our bets wrong. I had an over wrong. Easton had an overall winner wrong. Um, This week we had the same exact picks. And we had one over, over wrong where we picked the we picked the under under and it went over. Yes, and that was it. Everything else was correct. If you bet all of it, you won a lot of money from us. You're welcome. We'll take a little bit of a tax whenever you'd like to send that our way. Um, <laughs> First so, game was Texas A&M uh, yes. at Clemson. We picked Clemson to win, and uh, Clemson was favored by 16, and we took Texas in the points. Texas A&M in the points, and we're correct there. And we took the under. And we're also correct there. Boom. So all around, Clemson, Texas A&M nailed it. Yep. Nailed it. Game number two. Game number two was LSU at Texas, and we both chose LSU. And uh, LSU was favored by six and a half points. We chose LSU in the points. And we both chose under, which the over-under was 55 and a half. And that was our only mistake. So nailed the winner. We nailed uh, taking LSU to cover. Um, we should have went over, though. It was a much more exciting game than we anticipated. Yeah. Again, we didn't think LSU could throw. And not that they there did last week. There was a lot week, more production than expected, Exactly. So, so On both sides of the ball. Well, we were sitting here thinking, is it going to be a running, hard-nosed, defensive game with right. running games? And it ended up being Joe Burrow in the air raid. So, I yeah. mean, so I mean, we, we were wrong on that. But it's a good... Hey, if, like I told Eason earlier this week, if we're going to be wrong, I'd rather be wrong on the over-under than... The, the spread or the overall winner. Honestly, I'd rather be wrong. So I, I like that we picked the overall winner. I like that we picked the spread right. So um, that's our one little mistake. Still free money. Um, last game. Last, last game. game was Stanford at USC. We chose USC's overall winner. Uh, they were only favored by one point. So we chose USC in the points because they were our overall winner, obviously. And then the over-under was only 45.5. So we went over on that because that's kind of low. Well, it is really low for a college game. Nailed it. And we nailed it 100%. So two games we were 100%. The other one we were 66%. Put that together. That's 266. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Percentages don't work that way. The two two choices we made in the LSU Texas game are more important for betting than the over. Yes. So we'll – actually, I don't know if that – we'll have to look into that now because I'd rather – I would rather get the overall winner in the spread right, but I wonder what is more important for betting. I wonder if the over/under. Oh, yeah, I wonder which one you can make more money at. We'll have to find out because then we'll have to try harder on the over/under. Yeah, we'll do that, and then we'll we'll feed you guys with the information we find next week. <laughs> All but. right, so we've got some tough games this week because there's not a lot of ranked matchups. So we've got some of these games that are like unranked teams that are tough for ranked teams. So we've got some some tough ones. So I will start. I haven't even thought about these yet. I've thought about them a little because we went through and chose them, but I haven't really thought about who I'm going to pick yet. So it's, it's going to be gut feeling. Um, Easton, why don't you, you've got the notebook and paper. Can you write down our picks while we pick them so that we can, for this week, so that we know what to write down on the board? Yep. And then Um, we're going to start posting our, our betting board on Instagram. So you guys can check it for the updates. Yeah. And we'll put it on Twitter as well. So, but, um, 
All right, so we'll start. We're going to start with number 20, Washington State at Houston. We like this game because it's a ranked team who's been playing really well, Washington State, against Houston, who's not ranked but is a very good football team. Um, not as good as they were last year or the year before, but, but we like them. Washington State. They gave uh, who trouble in the first game this year? Houston. Was it Oklahoma? Oklahoma? Gave Oklahoma trouble the first for game? for a little bit, and then yeah. and then yeah, and then and then Hurts kind of yeah took over. So, um, yeah. So here we go. Washington State is favored by nine and a half. So I'm gonna say right off the bat, I'm gonna take Houston in the points here. So I don't believe Washington State will cover. I'm gonna take Houston in the point or yeah, Houston in the points. Um. Overall winner, I'm going to say Washington State wins the game. But they do not cover, so they won't win by 9.5. Well, obviously, they'll they'll win by 9 or less. And then the over-under is 73 here. That seems big to me, so I'm going to go under. What say you, Eastie? Uh, I was going to go Washington to cover in the points. Perfect. So so, Okay, so this is going to be a nice little week here. We're going to have some shake-up here. Okay. Washington State is the outright winner, obviously, because I'm picking them in the points. Okay, so we're staying there the same. And then um, under. 73 is way too much. So we're just off on the spread, but the spread's a big one. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. So so, uh, I'm taking Houston in the points. uh, Easton's taking Washington State to cover. And then everything else is the same. We're taking Washington State to win and the under. Uh, You go ahead. You want to do the next game? Yeah, uh, next game is ranked number 21, Maryland, at Temple. Uh, Maryland is favored by seven points, and the over-under is 66.5. This is so tough because Temple plays Maryland tough. Yep, but I'm going Maryland, and Maryland's covering, and I'm going with under as well. The only thing I'm struggling with is the over-under, and I'm going to tell you why. Bet, if you don't bet, bet this game. Maryland to cover easy. Maryland looks good. Maryland looks really good. They deserve that twenty-one spot. I I want to change to over. You're taking the over because they put, could potentially put sixty-six on them. You know they could, but they just put sixty up last week. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking the over. Okay, so Easton took the over. I am also taking the over. I am also taking Maryland to cover. I'm also taking Maryland to win. So we're exactly the same on that one. It take Maryland big this week. They will cover. Temple plays them tough. I get that. Maryland looks good this year. I think they could potentially end up top fifteen before the season's over. Um, take I'm taking Maryland big this this week. So they have to win by more than a touchdown. More than a touchdown. That's it. Um, all right, last one but not least, G- great rivalry game here. I love it. Number nineteen, Iowa. I just realized we did twenty twenty one and nineteen or twenty one twenty and nineteen. Hmm. So number nineteen, Iowa at Iowa State. Iowa is favored by two and a half points, and the over under is forty three and a half. Um, right off the bat, I'll take I'll take the over. It's a pretty low scoring game, so I'm going to take the over right off the bat. Um, I'm going to take. I'm going to put my foot out there. I'm going to take Iowa State to upset, so to win outright, and I'm going to take the points obviously because they only have to win by a field goal. I'm going to take Iowa State to upset Iowa, win the game, and obviously Iowa will not cover the spread. What say you, Eastie? Um, looking at this, it is low scoring, and Iowa State does play Iowa hard no matter how terrible the Iowa State team is. But Iowa State just went into a double overtime with Northern Iowa. 
So I'm going to go Iowa, Iowa to cover, in the under. So complete opposites on that one. No, no, I took the under. No, I took the over. I took the over. So yeah, complete opposites on that one. Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm, I was going to win, but I don't think they're going to blow out Iowa State. So it'll be a low, lower scoring game, but they'll win and cover. Yeah. So maybe even win by seven or ten, and it'll be low scoring. No, well, I mean they they could win thirty to ten. True. Still under. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so that one's completely opposite. This week will be interesting. One of us... Um, the only thing that's making me think that it would be over is if Iowa is winning by that much, I don't know if they would use this as a game to like kind of boost their rankings in the AP polls, you and know, just and just try to blow slower. them out as much yeah, as they could. I feel that. But coaches are typically not really thinking about that, especially this early. So they'd play it smart and take important players out. So, yeah, I'll stick with the under. Cool. All right, so we are totally opposite on that one. So, big week of football coming up this week and for the next, what, 14, 15, 16 weeks to come. Uh, Excited to watch it all. We love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the show today. That's all we got. You can take it or leave it. Don't forget to get at us on Instagram and Twitter, at TakeItLeaveItBH. That's all I got. We love you guys. Peace. Take it or leave it.